0: GT Radio is a part of the Geek Therapy Network. Check out the brand new GT Network site at network.geektherapy.com to find information on all of our projects. Again, visit network.geektherapy.com to learn more about the GT Network. Welcome to GT Radio, the Geek Therapy Community Podcast. I'm Rick Cardona, joined by my co-host, Laura Taylor. Hey! Lauren Keller. Hello! And making his GT Radio debut... Brandon Saxton. Hello. Woo. Yeah. All right. This marks the beginning of season four of GT Radio, and we're doing something uh, a little bit different—a slight rebrand. Uh, like I said at the beginning, we're now GT Radio, the Geek Therapy Community Podcast. So I figured today we're we're going to talk about the Geek Therapy Community. To start us off, I'm I'm going to tell you a story about how how I think we became a community, which was not planned. And and I'd, I'd love to hear uh, what you all think about that. Uh, so you've probably heard this story before, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years now? I don't know, I was probably somewhere around Brandon's age, very young, and I was an intern, uh, mental health counseling intern, and I was working at this clinic, And there were games that we used with the kids and I went to the like the game room and I found that they had a Nintendo Wii. And I was so excited, I went to my supervisor, I said, Hey, can we can we use the Wii with some of the the kids for some activities? She was like, No, absolutely not. We're not use video games. That's not okay. That's something that the previous supervisor bought and and I was not having it, so I, I went home that day, and out of a, a, an act of rebellion, I created a website.
1: You heard it here. It was all out of spite.
0: It was. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100%. Uh, I called it Geek Therapy. I, I gave it the tagline, Geek Therapy, How Geek Culture is Saving the World. Can geeky, nerdy, and techy things help heal the world? Absolutely. That was a mouthful, but that's uh, that. That's how it started. <laughs> Um, And one of the first articles that I put in uh, on that website, on the original version of the website, was an article about Patrick O'Connor and him using comic books in psychotherapy. So eventually I reached out to him. I met him and we became friends and we had a lot of really interesting conversations. And one day he says, hey, you know what? I think we should present our ideas at San Diego Comic Con. I was like, that's crazy. Why, why, why would we start at San Diego Comic-Con? But I went along, we, we submitted a panel, and we got accepted. And we, we gave a presentation. And um, I think this is one of those moments that really uh, show what I'm, what I'm going for with the story. It's that we, we were accepted, and it was just Patrick and, and me. And then we decided to invite other people. So we brought two students along. Who hadn't graduated, and two people who had their own practice, but kind of did a lot of, uh, you know, integrating superheroes and pop culture into the work that they were doing. So we we wanted it to be, you know, like a a collective thing. So in that panel uh, at San Diego, there was a very impressionable young uh, woman by the name of Laura Taylor in the audience, and uh, I believe whatever
2: (laughs) I am the same age as you. Stop it! (laughs) I'm older
0: than you. (laughs) But it was a long time ago, but it was like back then you were younger.
2: I we um, were younger, both of we us. We were years.
0: much younger, <laughs> and she was so inspired by what she saw at that panel that um she went home and uh, hopefully not as a out of spite, but she started a blog. I'm, I'm I know I'm fudging cause some of the details. You can you can chime in.
2: <laughs> You're doing pretty good right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and at some point, Lara's wife not wife yet at the time on Twitter is like, "Hey, you should check out this uh, blog post," and it was Lara talking about having gone to our panel and relating to the things that we were talking about. So that was like a big moment in in, in GT history. Move forward uh, a couple months. I'm, I'm doing the podcast. I'm, I'm interviewing different people, meeting um, like-minded people. And when I'm looking for, for more information, I find a video from this grad student named Kelly Dunlap. I find uh, it very interesting. So I reach out to her. I interview her on the show. And it was great. Didn't talk to her again. <laughs> a few months went. A few months went by, and she saw the first episode of Black Mirror, and she emailed me. I don't know, like uh, she was in shock, I believe. So she emails me and she says, "Hey, I really need to talk to somebody about this." And she said, like basically, she was suggesting that we did an episode of the Geek Therapy podcast. But but I that was not enough for me, so I said, "Why don't we start a whole new podcast? Why don't you start a whole new show?" And that's how uh, Psych Tech was born. And out of Psych Tech came headshots. And then at some point, Lauren started listening to Headshots and, and Psych Tech and started uh, contacting us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember how it started exactly. I don't remember the first time. I vividly remember you uh, strongly suggesting that we talk about what remains of you to Finch.
2: I'm imagining this strongly suggesting because Lauren suggests <laughs> things very strongly. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so basically I was like, well, why don't, why don't you come on the show and, and talk about it? You, you, we don't have to talk about You can be a part of it too. You can be, you can be one of the people who, who gives their insights about this show. So the podcast continue. And, um, that I think, I think that Lauren's like interactions was one of those that really stood out to me and said, uh, I thought, you know what, like, this is something special we have going on with all these podcasts. Let's put them together a- as a network. And at this point, it's just this podcast, Headshots and PsychTech and once we announced that it was a network i don't know if it was a couple weeks or a couple months but Katie Gordon from the Jedi Council podcast <laughs> emails me. It's like, hey, Brandon and I were talking and uh, we heard you were like starting a network. Like, Are you open to other people being on the network? Because we think like it would be kind of cool if we could be on the network with you. or something like that. And I was blown away because I never imagined that anybody else would want to uh, be a part of, of what we were doing. And that's how I, I got more uh, in contact with, with Brandon and Katie. And Brandon and, and Lauren and I started doing a secret project and that kind of fell through. But from that was born the stream team and that's how we met zach and that's how we've done like charity streaming and we have weekly twitch streams now and there are a million other stories that uh, have happened throughout the years involving like these small encounters people appreciating each other people wanting to help each other out people wanting to make cool stuff and i i think that all of those stories together and and the ones i'm not mentioning and the ones that i'm i I don't even know of kind of define this is a community this is not just a group of people this is a lot of people coming together for like it it means something you know You agree? absolutely so so in preparation for this episode I I read a book called the art of community by Charles Vogel and he defines community in a few different ways Uh, one way is that it's a community of people who help each other be more successful I was like okay okay he defines success in, in different ways But then there's something else that he says. He says, it's a group of individuals who share a mutual concern for one another's welfare. And that is something that has been really evident to me more more recently. Like, I really feel like people within the community care about each other.
2: You you just have to look at the Discord and the conversations there. The
0: Discord is just love, okay? It's digital love, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It Someone is.
2: says they they need some some pick me up, and everybody sends lots of love and cute pictures and support. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is kind of incredible, and um, it's one of the things that makes me really makes me like double down on this idea that we're, we've we've gone past the the group phase, and we're definitely a a community. So I wanted to break down with with the three of you, kind of um, some of the things that are in this book and and talk more about the community and why I want this show to be at least for now a reflection of the community. Like we have we have lots of content, right? Um we've all kind of worked on on stuff individually. We're all working on on other projects and we have lots of content coming out that's all like related. But this show in particular, I think can hold that special place of being kind of the core, right? It, it reminds people of of the values that we share and also what's going on. Like you can't be in every group and and be aware of everything that's going on, but maybe here we can, we can kind of celebrate all of that. So I wanted to start by uh, expressing some of the, what I think are the shared values of this community. And I'm really curious if you all agree or if you want to add anything or, or add some more insights. So I think, I think the first one is celebrating geek culture. That was kind of the, the, the main one, right? It's that's, don't yuck my yum that is like let people like things that is like i am a fan and and i'm not going to apologize for it Lara's bathroom has like more bat symbols than any (laughs) place i've ever Mm -hmm. seen in my life and i think it's the coolest thing in the world but i know some people who would like run away terrified (laughs) if they saw it it is very cool and and i think that that's a big core part of what we're doing here i think that we appreciate fandom and we and we celebrate it yes absolutely Mm
2: -hmm. the community is all about my bathroom yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the geekiest thing I could think of right now I'm sorry it's my, a, my
2: entire house is pretty geeky but yeah the bathroom is. is very specific it's pretty yes.
0: cool yes I remember pointing out like that's a lot of bat symbols and then you turn off the light and there's like a bat signal there's another one yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man so cool uh, so then and this I think is the maybe the core value that really defines the group is the using geek culture for good and you know, that's geek out to good that is using the stories that we care about, the fandom that we're a part of in in teaching, right? As part of education and mental health, for to, to discuss social issues, to to just have difficult conversations and and use these things that we care about in in ways that are I don't know, in in a positive way. Is that evident by, by what I've been trying to do? <laughs> I definitely think so. I mean, in a way it's been kind of cool even to see a
3: little bit of a shift where I feel like uh- in the beginning, it focused a lot on the mental health piece, but now it's really kind of broadened in a pretty huge way. And just how can we apply this really cool stuff that we all geek out about in a whole variety of domains to try to improve the lives of others or connect with others through this kind of common ground that we
0: really share with them. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you point that out because when I, when I started, like I mentioned the original tagline, right? It was, how can geek culture save the world? I wasn't talking about mental health. I just happened to be a mental health counseling intern mm-hmm. at that time, and the people I spoke with had um, those interests and were kind of applying it in in that sense. But absolutely, I and I, I try to reinforce the fact that you don't have to be a mental health professional to to be here and and share in that sharing that value in particular. And along those lines, um, I think that something that maybe distinguishes us is the. Like, the idea that you can combine the knowledge of something, like, for example, you're a mental health professional, and then you combine that with your interests or your geeky knowledge, and then magic can happen, right? Like, you make something really, really special, And I love, like, right now, for example, Zach, right? Zach is a nurse, and we have these ideas, or he has these ideas, right, and and we're supporting him on things that he can do from his position with the things that we love, and he's combining them. Um, I've mentioned Diana many times. She's um, the author of our only Spanish-language blog, and she's a physical therapist. She's not a mental health therapist. And she's doing amazing things Along the same lines, because it's the core ideas that we're really applying, and I think we can all learn from each other. And a distinction that I, I try to make as often as possible is that I don't mean that um, like you need to have a degree. Like to me, you're not more special because you have a master's or a or a PhD, particularly in the into mental health space, because that just means that you're like a minority of the number of people who are professionals in mental health, right, working with people right now. And and I think that we we can appreciate insights and we can appreciate lived experience. And all of those stories, by sharing them together, we can really learn a lot from each other. And again, like none of us have a degree in applied tabletop RPGs for mental health, for example, right? because <laughs> that doesn't exist. Yes. <laughs> well, but also like we have a group of people, of subset within the community who are all mental health professionals who use applied tabletop RPGs and have their own conversations and share information. So I think that just because that's not a requirement doesn't mean that we can't have really subsets within the community that, that do that because they do exist. They're just not required. So that's kind of how I narrow down the, the shared values. I'm wondering if you all have any ideas or any other thoughts about that or maybe I'm missing something that you think really defines this, this community.
1: Yeah, I, I think you did a good job explaining our, our shared values, Cosway. I, I do think coming from a more mental health specific angle and then as Brandon said I was sort of broadening that to to a wider a wider net. And I think that that has sort of shaped the way that I think about mental health also in that it's not just, you know, talking about PTSD and depression and anxiety. It's it is our physical health. It's our emotional well being in our communities. It's it's connection to other people. It's the stories we tell ourselves about our own lives and and that is something that I feel we're really encompassing from a, from a, a multifaceted perspectives through the community
0: yeah and, and I want to make sure that that everybody knows that we're open to those different perspectives yeah you no know, because I think I think that they really matter and and yeah mental health is a, a very broad catch-all term psychology is even worse mm-hmm. you know <laughs> psychology is like just everything <laughs> So or at least I hope that that is that continues to, to be evident.
2: I think in the vein of Yuck My Yum, one thing is, like you said, the openness is a and an openness to learning about other people's passions. And I think the community has been great at doing that. Someone brings up a show that no one's ever heard of and it's like, oh, I need to go watch that. Or Lauren comes in and says, y'all should be watching this, and everybody wants to watch it. It's it's great seeing one person's comment blossom into a whole bunch of people geeking out over this common thing. Um, and it becoming a huge conversation.
0: Yeah, and on the, on the Discord, we have like 60 channels now. Dedicated to <laughs> and it's going to
2: keep growing. It's going to keep growing, more movies are coming out and more comics are coming out. This is going to keep going and going and going.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, for example, I've tried to bring up over the years, Lara, especially you, you You know this, I try to bring up music. Yeah. Right? Like how powerful music can be and what, what it means to different people and how we can just take like, one lyric and it can be so, so impactful. And like the music channel on the Discord is one of the most active ones. <laughs> and there was yeah. one person who really pushed it. And now I love how everybody. I mean, just a couple of days ago, I was like, "Oh, I had like this really cool thought about these two songs, and I wanted to compare them, and I, I put them there, and that was appreciated." You know, so we we've got, yeah, I love the Discord. I'm gonna keep bringing mm. up the Discord a lot.
1: <laughs> Discord's great.
0: The Discord is the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in addition to uh, to this idea of shared values, there's a lot of things in that in that book I mentioned before that uh, I think I'm really going to pay attention to. I'm, I'm on my second read through now because. I think there's a lot of important stuff there about how to make the community better or at least make sense of what's happening. Like I said at the beginning, this wasn't a plan. This was just uh, an act of rebellion, right? And, <laughs> and, and other people joined along. And one, one idea in the book that was really interesting to me was this idea of rings, of outer rings and inner rings. It's like how involved can people be or how exposed can people be to the community and still be a part of the community? So this is, this is a really interesting uh, piece and I'm, I'm really curious what you all think. So I- imagine this idea, right? Imagine visually that it's all of these rings, right? And then it's technically the way he describes it in the book is that it's, it's like harder to get into the inner rings, but the way I see it, it's more like, I don't know, like it, the more invested you are into the community, you, you transition into different parts of the community the way I envision them the most outer ring is kind of like a, a casual knowledge of the concept of geek therapy or of the community. I mean, I've, I've met a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, I've heard of geek therapy, or, or, or they agree with what we're talking about, or they even identify with... Like, I've had people over the years say, reach out to me and say, hey, can I call myself a geek therapist? Is that okay? I was like, yeah, 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 that's cool. But they're not necessarily super involved in the community. They just really identify with the idea. And I think that along those same lines is like someone who likes or follows on on social media. You know, they're like they they're aware, you know? They like they they followed, they showed interest. Maybe maybe that's as far as it goes. And this is also like I think stages, right? And then the next ring would be listening to podcasts like this or interacting on on social media. Even just like liking or retweeting, but you know, reacting on on social media. Brandon, I know that with Jedi Council, you guys are super active on Twitter. I I hate you a little bit for for how active and, uh, you yeah. are on on Twitter. <laughs> I'm a little jealous of that. And you know that you're closer to those people who who you know are going to react or interact with you online. Um they, they they start to feel like they're part of that community, even if it's just that social media.
3: Oh, absolutely. There are more than a couple of people who have just been really regular in just replying to us, um people whose tweets I keep it out for and try to reply to them and retweeting it back and forth. And there's some people who like I'm thinking of one person in particular who back when I was streaming regularly, came and watched every single one of my streams. Um, and i think watches actually everyone's every single stream but that person i just got to know because he ended up one of his friends followed us on twitter and i interacted with his friend and then started to interact with him and it's just so weird like i've never met this person in real life but this is someone who i think of as a friend and it started just because of of that
0: kind of social media back and forth so i definitely think that applies so Muzz is a great example <laughs> because uh, I think I think that like the next level the next ring inside is is that is like oh you you're not you're not just interacting with a tweet that we did at some point in time and then you at some point in, in time later reply to it and it's like it's not live like you're you're coming to these live presentations that we're giving and you're interacting with us as we are creating this content. So I think Twitch falls in in that next ring. I think... I think the Facebook group and the discord and the forum also fall into that ring because like it's really easy to like something online and it's, it's not hard to just reply or hit like, but like agree to join the Facebook group. Like you need to be approved. There's really no approval process. It's just more like, (laughs) right. It's more like you need to ask to join and make sure uh,
2: that it's not some bot or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's mostly what it is. Um, we still ask like, Hey, how'd you hear about us? there's a i'll I'll talk about fit and stuff later but you know it's not it's not super hard but it's way it's it's harder than just liking the page and reacting to a post the same thing with discord i think uh, especially with people who are older and don't know what discord is it's like oh another app or another website i have to log into but once you're once you're in the discord like i remember when muz he was on a twitch stream i was like muz you got to join the discord and now he's he's always in the discord he's he's great on the discord and uh, and the gt forum is is really like the comment section for a lot of the content. I mean, we're, we're, we're still working with how that works, but that's another website that you have to register onto. And really the GC forum came from uh, people who wanted to react and Twitter wasn't, um, like 280 characters just wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> so people will, will have like, the, write an essay to react to our content on the GC forum. That was something that I, I feel like we needed and you're not going to react that way unless you really want to I think you're I think you're really invested in that community if that's something that you want to do regularly yeah so then the next circle in again this is my version of it I think if we drew it out it would it, it wouldn't be exactly like this but I think the next version is that there are some exclusive areas like there is the patreon for example and then the patreon there's very specific content that goes to people who choose to pay money to support the idea of geek therapy and keep things going. There's extra content. There's special spaces in the GC forum and in the discord that if you're not a Patreon member, you can't see. So there's, there's a sense of exclusivity there. And then I think that the most inner circle, again, using the, the terminology from the book is definitely the slack. And we bring up the slack here all the time. There's, there's like upwards of, there's more than 30 people, Even now, after like I cleaned house a little, but there's still like 30 plus people in there, and I think nobody but me knows exactly how active those those (laughs) groups are. Lauren has a good idea because you're on the stream team one, and you're on the GT Radio one. Uh, Laura has a good idea because of um, GT Radio and other projects. But there are tons of conversations going on within the Slack that are about. They're all creators. That are all people who are making something, and we're helping each other it out in the world and, and giving each other tips and um it's it's mostly like with me right but uh but there are smaller groups within that are just very very active again the stream team one is just ridiculous the other day i asked brandon if the, if he was okay with how <laughs> how many notifications he was probably getting for that one
3: <laughs> it's true and i said that i was because it was such a a friendly group i told him so. it felt like i was it felt like a group text where i could just be like hey you, you know, I'm a little bit stressed, and everyone's just like, "Oh, well, well, we all love you, and it'll be okay." And so I said, "Here's
1: some cute gifts."
3: Yes, please, <laughs> dear God, do not remove me from the stream to Slack. <laughs> I need it. It's like eighty percent of my social support. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and again, and that's something like, I don't, I don't know that there's necessarily a process to go through those different uh, circles, um, and and I think that most. Again, exclusive and inner one, as far as like the core ideas of, of, or the core values of geek therapy are definitely in the Slack because that's where, that's where we're making stuff, you know? Um, but what do you all think of, the, of that idea of the, of the circles, outer circles, inner circles, how I, how I framed it? I definitely think it makes a lot of sense. And
3: I'm, I was trying to kind of map it out and visualize it a little bit in my head. And I guess what I think I like about kind of geek therapy, at least how I think about it, is that. There are a lot of different types of circles. So depending on like what your interest area is, if it's more technology, or if it's more video games, or if it's more mental health specific, um, there is definitely a ring that will fit you. And then you can go deeper into those rings, just kind of given like how much time or interest or effort that you want to put into getting involved. So I think that's what's really kind of cool about the community, is that there are a number of rings that will fit you really well, as well as like how small of a ring you you want to put yourself into, if that makes sense.
0: That's a great point. I mean, the Facebook group is completely different from the Discord, mm-hmm. even though there's some overlap of people. Yeah. Lauren's never seen the Facebook group.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Suckers,
0: <laughs> there's some
1: good stuff going on over there, though. Uh, yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's honestly the only time I've ever felt any sort of Facebook FOMO. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. just a little bit. I'm like, I kind of wish that I could see that. Not enough, not enough to join Facebook, but you know, you could you could join. Just know that about me.
2: <laughs> join. Don't add any friends and just join the group. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the ads would still get you. The yeah, they would. Press. Ugh, Facebook. But yeah, I mean
1: that's that's one of the things. I I feel like the way that our community has grown has been sort of organic because it, it is growing to fill needs as they appear. So it's like you know we're adding in new Discord channels because somebody wants to talk about that stuff and. I don't know how, but some somehow there's always at least one other person who's like, hell yeah, I want to talk about that stuff too. I'm in. Do it. Make it happen. And then, you know, having Facebook and, and Twitter and Discord and a forum, like these are all giving different different places where people can start to interact. And, and it might be that they're all like, well, I found you through Facebook, but I hate Facebook. So now I'm following you, you know, through th- this other thing or... What have you. But um, I I think it's a good sign that we've we've grown so much in a relatively short time without much intention on on your part, way. just sort of seeing what happens and trying stuff out. And it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know the idea that you you're not a part of the Facebook group. It makes me a little bit sad. <laughs> but then, but, but we have the discord, like we don't, mm-hmm. we don't necessarily need the Facebook group. Um, you and I, right. Like Lauren and me to interact with people within the community. And, and again, I think, I think we all have way more in common than, than not, but just, but having those spaces, it's, uh, it's almost, it's almost required, you know, like, like why wouldn't you? Like, I, I remember talking to, to, um, another podcast a couple of years ago and they were like, yeah, we want to start, like, we, we think we should be on Twitch. I was like, oh, yeah, we like, Probably. Yeah. Like, that's probably something you need because, because you got to have that live component, you know, whether it's Facebook live or YouTube live or something. Right. But that's just a part of engaging with people nowadays. No other thoughts on the circles. I'm imagining myself as my own circle.
3: That's like (laughs) the the most, uh, like exclusive circle. It's just me.
1: It's a, it's, it's a ball pit. we're, mm-hmm. we're yeah. all circles
3: yeah that's in. nice we're
1: having a good time yeah it's actually uh for for <laughs> our listeners um if you are listening to this and you're screaming at your phone or car radio about how we should definitely have this particular circle that we're missing out on like let us know we we want to expand and we want to uh you know grow our community and fulfill people's geek therapy needs
0: so I'm very glad <laughs> that you um you both brought this up. Um w- one like the you being a circle thing like as I, as I was narrowing down the circles I was like, oh, like the last circle is like everybody's just talking to me, right? It's like this way H- 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 is the center <laughs> of the whole thing. Yeah, I'm like I'm like this dot. Um and, and and another good point is like there there are other things that we could be doing and there are different ways that we could be doing it. Uh but I think we we we're, we're at a point right now where actually absolutely like tell us what is what's a good idea what are people doing do you have any ideas for us like anything we can do that would be that would improve the community i want to know um but also like we're at a point where i can't be the only circle like the only one Mm -hmm. individual circle and and we do have a lot of places now there's also a lot of people so i think that looking towards the future some changes that are going to happen right like um one thing that happened recently was that um, me and someone else had a very very uh intense conversation about a code of ethics not a code of conduct but a code of ethics because um it's getting to a point where like th- there's there's a lot of people there may be things happening and we want something to make it easier for the community itself to self-regulate and, and that was a conversation that i wasn't expecting to have it just came up because because certain things came up within the group that's what happens when you have hundreds thousands of people mm-hmm.
2: it's, in it's group dynamics yeah.
0: yeah 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 it's just part of it so definitely um that that is is happening. If if you're interested in being a part of that, definitely let me know. Um, also, uh, I'm I've been thinking a lot about different types of of rituals and things that we can, we can do. Like um, I, in in a way, I feel like the the live streams every week are a ritual. You know, it's like you know, we get together, people show up. But th- I think there there are so many different things that we could do, whether it be live events, whether it be you know, like we did that rabbit um, screening where we saw a show together. I mean, I th- think there's there's many different things that we could do to kind of solidify membership and belonging. You know, I think I think there's a lot of things that we could do. I don't know if you guys have any ideas uh, for those, but probably most important, one of the things we need to to really do moving forward and soon is this idea of. Um, we, we probably need some gatekeepers, right, at some point. Because I think that the shared values that we talked about at the beginning are really important. Because I'm not talking about gatekeepers as in keeping people out who, who could benefit from the group. But there's just, like, there's there are people who, who, like in the in the Facebook group, sometimes people come in and it feels like they're just self-promoting, you know? And I haven't kicked anybody out for that yet. But I feel like we're getting to a point where it's like, you know, like, nobody else is doing that. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe we should maybe we should not allow that you know and be more and again have more gatekeepers in place so we can kind of stop that stuff and moderators too of course but there's also things about again that that idea of the shared values i've talked to people in the past who i've i've again i've come to them with this idea of doing things as a collective like yeah, Brandon, you have Jedi Council. We have geek therapy. We can join forces. And like, because the people who like your stuff like my stuff. So let's just like bring them together in, in, in one place and let's see what happens. And you were very open to that conversation. But in the past, I've, I've talked to people who were very much like, no, no, no. Like, I'm going to do my own thing. Like, that's mm-hmm. cool that you're doing your thing, but I want to do my own thing. I don't want to have anything to do with, with your community or your people. And there's, there's like a pursuit of like celebrity or, or, mm-hmm. Or even sales or things like that, right? And I just think that that doesn't necessarily that doesn't feel like this group, you know so like who has that conversation with them? Does it always have to be me? I don't know. how do I do it? I don't know this is this is changing <laughs> so so maybe different roles, some sort of gatekeepers I think I think that that kind of thing is happening little by little, like every time a group grows a little bit, I, 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 there are mods in place in in everywhere that we have people, but um we could definitely use some more and and be more deliberate and organized about it any reactions to that
1: i think moderation is a better word than gatekeeping i think that has too much negative connotation connected to it because we want to be inclusive and have people feel like they are welcome to join our community we just want people who actually want to join our community not take advantage of an existing community
0: and i agreed 100 with that until i read this book and, <laughs> and right, because because, again, because there's this idea of like you can you can really contaminate a group by just being super inclusive. Like if anybody can just c- come in, like I think I think a group can lose something. And I'm, I'm not I'm not sticking to anything. I haven't made any decisions uh, about this. But I'm I'm open to this idea that not that there has to be a test. We talked about the things that we celebrate. There's also a list of things that we would not tolerate.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. That point, we are absolutely gatekeeping. Like we're we're I definitely guess, putting our guess, foot
1: down. I guess I guess I guess I just I don't really like that that phrasing. But how I think about it is, we want our community to be inclusive. We want people who might normally get squeezed out of other communities, um, you know, gender and sexual minorities, racial minorities, um, disabled people. I, I want all of those people to feel safe and welcome, and that. That means we want some protections in place so that our more marginalized community members maintain, you know, feeling safe and welcome.
3: Is that kind of like a little meta gatekeeping kind of?
2: Yeah, yeah, sort of.
3: Sort has got to
0: swing that gate in one direction or another. Right. Okay.
2: <laughs> some people's got to let them in yeah. and then got to keep the others out.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I agreed before I read the book gatekeeping doesn't sound good but
1: it's it's really just the the connotations c- connected to that phrasing it's not that the, the yeah. idea itself is is sound it's just i don't i gatekeeping is always just the, like hey you're a girl and you're not welcome here it's, it's, that's connected in my brain so i'm just like we could use a different word maybe huh. <laughs> i recognize it's, it's just me it's me
0: <laughs> i am open to new words
1: <laughs> you got her revved up us
2: way <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm 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 glad but it's all maybe, good Maybe 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 we can come up with new words. Yeah, let's do it. We can make it. up a word. I'm I'm fine with made up words for what we're doing. I think the the point is that we probably need it at this point because of because of the, the size, especially in some yeah. places.
2: The Facebook group is just six hundred and thirty members now. Woo. Yeah. It's
0: it's yeah. A, it's at that point where it's um it's it's growing really, really fast. We want, <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. we, that number is going okay, up. Okay,
1: I, I got it. We don't. We don't want uh, community gatekeeping. We want community curation. We okay. want Ooh. to be
2: thoughtful and
1: intentional Ooh. about
2: our community.
0: Yeah. Look at yeah.
2: that. That
0: sounds I luxurious. That's
2: a nice way of saying gatekeeping. That
0: sounds really exclusive, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. I <laughs> nailed it. <Yeah. laughs> Oh, I hate those people. One of the curators kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>.
2: <laughs> They're never going to step into a museum again.
0: Mm. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, and kind of the last point I wanted to make about the future is that, and, and I, I started talking a little bit about this last year in terms of how I, I think that the content that we make is very important, but I also think that it's something that's very passive, and I think that, i'm at least i'm ready and i think a lot of people in the community are ready to take a more active role and i've had some really interesting conversations about what that might look like one of them is the stream team for example this idea of like oh yeah we could stream every week but we could also stream for charity and raise funds for organizations that we care about that's way more active than just streaming and sharing information Mm -hmm. you know so so it's a slight change there are lots of things that we can do within the foundation that we already have and like i said like if we're all about putting some positivity into the world doing something good with this stuff that we know and care about then i think there are tons of opportunities to to be more active and at least that's where my head is at i'm ready and i i think a few a few more people within the community are are, are looking towards that too So that's all I've got as far as uh, kind of defining the community, where it was, where it is, where it's going. Any other thoughts? I'm just excited to uh, be along for the ride. We're happy to have you, Brandon. Mm -hmm. You're in like, this is like the, like you're in like in the front row now. Oh, finally. I can see so clearly now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk more Geek Therapy. The Geek Therapy Network is home to shows like Headshots, Jedi Council, Starship Therapy, Superhero Therapy, and Rolling for Change. We even have a show about Steven Universe called Here Comes a Thought. You used to be able to find information on all of these shows at geektherapy.com, but we've moved all that to a new home, network.geektherapy.com. Every project on the network has its own page with information on how to contact and follow. We're adding more projects in the coming months, so be sure to check network.geektherapy.com often to discover some new podcasts and blogs, and please, please let us know if you find any typos, because it is still a work in progress. Thanks a lot. All right, so we're back, and I want to talk a little bit about kind of the, the future of the show. It, it is Brandon's first episode, so I think we should uh, kind of introduce him into to some of the ideas, and, and if you're a new listener, new member of the community, I, I think this would be a, a good place to start. So... GC Radio is, is all about the community, but we, we do a few things here um, that are, that are kind of special. I like them. We started doing segments last year, so we've got a few of those. So sometimes we, we have a topic, like this, this week's topic was the Geek Therapy community. So different weeks we'll, we'll have a topic that maybe we'll, we'll talk about for the, for the entire hour. Uh, but then we have other segments. So, so I kind of w- want to walk you through some of those segments, what they look like, what they'll be like. So uh, Especially you, Brandon, so pay attention. I'm taking notes. Good, good, good. <laughs> so so this is uh, I'm kind of reframing a segment from last year and I'm gonna call it New on the Network, and that will be where we talk about things that are new on the GT network. So the the GT network is kind of the the content arm of Geek Therapy. That's different than the overall community. Right. So these are projects that have all come together under this banner that, that we're all producing together. So Since the last time we did, uh, we talked about anything that happened on the network, Uh, the following have been published. Uh, Here Comes a Thought, our Steven Universe podcast released an episode called Lion Party. Starship Therapies did an episode called The New Year's Revolution. Jedi Council, wink wink, did an episode on Aquaman. Goblin Lore had two episodes. And Patreon members had four audio updates. And this is kind of like just a, a preview, but we have new shows coming out relatively soon. Within Definitely within the next few months related to anime, queer comics, sci-fi, new video game podcasts, and more. There's a lot more coming. And so whenever any of those uh, projects issue a, a new episode or a new blog post, we'll, we'll, we'll update the community on this podcast on this segment probably even at the beginning of the show. Well, Actually, I forgot too. We have uh, two of our blogs also had updates. Parole Board Games had an update from Rob. And Video Games Save My Life is a blog that started last year. And that is actually one of those examples where Johnny wanted to share stories about how video games help people. And along the course of the year, we've been talking, and he's going to change the the blog and even the name of the blog to it, it's going to be the content arm for a new initiative that he has. He's in England, and he wants to start what he's calling an e-youth club. So it's basically like an after-school program where kids can socialize together over video games. So I think that's like a big example of someone who like, had an idea, a great idea. I think it's wonderful to put information out there into the world about how video games can be positive, right? How they've positively impacted people's lives. Hell yeah. But now he wants to start a program where it intentionally improves the lives of children and young people by bringing them together and allowing them to, to socialize. So I'm super excited about that. So, so that blog will, will kind of change a little in the coming months. But again, cool example of going from, like, again, what I'm calling more passive to more active position. Another segment that, we, that we've done to show that we don't do it as often, but it's called the question queue. And the question queue is where anybody can write in at therapy.com slash QQ. And their question gets added to the question queue. And since our last episode, we had we had two people write in. Uh, one was Brad, who said the Star Trek episode got me through a rough night. It was such a nice, tender episode. I felt like I was hanging out with a close group of friends. Thank you for that.
1: Oh, no.
0: So, Brad, thank, thank you, you Brad. for listening. Yeah, and and I'm so glad that that episode had that effect on you. It was it was tons of fun to do, and I hope I hope every episode <laughs> has that effect on someone. And the other person uh, who wrote into the question queue was some guy named Ali. He asked, <laughs> <laughs> he asked, where the new episode. This is the new episode, Ali. It's right here. This is it. <gasps>
1: yeah. You found it. Yep.
0: Uh, so another one of my favorite segments is Media Matters, where we talk about media that
1: matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing my Media Matters t-shirt right now. Oh, I yeah. almost put that one on today, but I didn't. Oh, I Almost twins. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. W- which circle is the merch store in? I forgot to mention that one.
2: Oh, I it's
0: don't know. It's part of the community. If you're representing. Yeah, that's, that's,
1: yeah. A, that's a
2: multi-circle. <laughs> I mean, that's paying money for stuff. So maybe in there with the Patreon.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so, too. I think so, too.
2: It's also um, advertising
1: for us. Thank you.
0: <laughs> My girlfriend keeps telling me that I put the geek therapy too small on all the shirts. And I was like, it's not about the geek therapy, it's about the message, but it's still there. People, I don't know. (laughs) Let me know what you think. (laughs) And so media matters. How would you describe media matters, Lauren?
1: Uh, We usually take the angle of talking about media that has uh, positive representations that matter to us or matter to groups of people that maybe don't get represented in the media as often.
2: Or have a good message. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I like to bring up things that I think can act as a conversation starter, you know, mm-hmm. something that might get people talking about a, a particular subject, something that they might learn from. And I think also negative examples are probably something that we bring up every now and then because like, sometimes you just got to talk about it. It's yep. just it's just too egregious. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. So those are the best conversation starters.
0: They are. They are. As long as, as, long as you have a two-sided conversation. Yeah. And then we have community catch-up and so community catch-up i want to do it a little differently this year so when we're wrapping up every episode right instead of just telling people hey go to facebook go to the forum go to discord the way i envision it and the way i I want to do it is like each of us have a beat that we're reporting on so for example i was thinking instead of just saying hey check out the facebook group at facebook.com slash geek therapy or slash groups slash geek therapy lara that would, might be assigned to you. And you'd say, mm-hmm. hey, remember, check out the Facebook group. And if there's anything cool that happened that week, maybe you could bring it up, you know? Yeah. Like, for example, this week, uh, something that stood out to me was someone wrote in and said, hey, I'm new here. I'm from this place. Where's everybody else from? And then everybody started answering with their locations. But that was pretty cool. Oh, and there was, there was one uh, person who wrote a blog post about Black Mirror's Bandersnatch episode. And he tied that into a discussion of how different science fiction uh, stories deal with the idea of suicide and multiple realities. It was a pretty deep conversation. I got into into something there in the Facebook group. And then, for example, I might say, you know, instead of just saying, hey, check out the Discord at geektherapy.com slash Discord, it'll be Lauren who says something like, yeah. Check out the Discord. It's awesome. This week.
1: There's a there's a bunch of cute animal pictures in our our cute therapy thread. So if you need to pick me up, there's puppies and kitties and so many cuties. Beautiful. And right now everyone's
2: talking about killing Eve.
1: Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Woo.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I'm thinking for Brandon. This is what I'm thinking for Brandon. We can we can we can negotiate Brandon. But uh I'm thinking the forum, because the forum right now is is still in beta. But again, it is the, like the comment section for, for a lot of our content and there's some good stuff there when there is stuff. It's not as active, but I think it's, it's good. Um, you could, you could tell us if anything's going on at the forum. And I was thinking because you, because you're the baby here and, and Mm -hmm. you know, you're on that newfangled Twitter all the time. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe you can monitor some of the hashtags. I love it. Just like, hashtag geek therapy, hashtag GC network and see if anything, uh, new has been happening in that area. Does That sound good. I love it. And then for me, I figured I would take on like general social media. So if anybody reacted to the Facebook, Instagram, or, or Twitter accounts, uh, if anybody emailed us and, and if anybody wrote into the question queue, I might cover those. How's that sound? Sounds good. I think I think it would be it'll be good. Everybody's involved in community catch up a little bit. And it really is a catch up of, you know, throughout the entire community. So I, I kinda separated the network stuff from it.
2: At first, when you said uh, new on the network, I was like, oh, you told Ali that you were going to use his jingle every week and you lied. But now <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, mean, I wouldn't put it past you, but
0: <laughs> I have changed my mind. I think I'm going to do it with Media Matters instead. I think his Media Matters was, okay. was sounded better than his Community catch Have Ketchup. him
2: re-record a, a Media Matters or are you just going to pull it from another? I'm just
0: going to pull it from another one. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> media matters. And then the segment that we end every episode with, which is which is probably my favorite, is the geek therapy segment where we talk about something that in the past week was therapeutic for us in the most general sense of the word. So it either made us feel good or helped us get through a tough time. So let's do geek therapy now and wrap this up. Woo. Lara, do you have any geek therapy?
2: <laughs> um, my geek therapy this week has been catching up on comics because I have a giant reading pile and I got my Captain Marvel tickets. I've already got them. Hype, hype, hype. I am I am so excited. I I cannot wait and apparently a lot of other people are excited because I picked a showing that I didn't think was gonna have a lot of seats taken and almost the whole theater's gone already. <laughs> so yeah and that movie comes out in two months. So.
0: I think it's the third most pre-sold movie so far and it just came out like the 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 pre-sales just started yesterday i think yeah yes
2: uh day before yesterday yeah 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 (laughs) i'm so excited guys (laughs) i hope my wife doesn't listen to this i know she doesn't listen to this um i got captain marvel hoodies for me and her to wear to the
1: premiere it's gonna be amazing (laughs) that's so cool should take a picture and post it on the Discord. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> <laughs> Excellent job, Lauren. I need
0: Keep them up. to get
2: here. I need them to get here first. Once they're here, everybody will see them. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> Lauren, what do you got?
1: Um, let's see. My Geek therapy for. I'm going to go a little bit further back than a week because we haven't recorded in a while. Um, but uh, the, the – oh gosh. Okay, the, the Discord, honestly, I have to say the Discord on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day was so great. And everybody was being so sweet and supportive to each other. And there was so much love spreading around. It made me feel really, really good. Um, and then I've also <laughs> – I've been watching this show called Lost Girl – um, it's really, really cheesy, and um, it's it's based. The, the main character is a succubus, and so it's supposed to be horny, but it's not. They don't actually have that much sex, which I was kind of disappointed about. But it, it reminds me of like the sillier episodes of Buffy. And so um, that's been that's been really nice. And I've been I've been doing some uh, embroidery and cross stitching while watching Lost Girl. And that's been really nice and low key and doesn't require a lot of brain energy, which is nice.
0: I think it's got a pretty good cult following, Lost Girl. I have watched it. It is pretty good.
1: <laughs> I like seriously. I, I watched. I'm like, this is this is so dumb. The writing, what this writing is like, the hokiest writing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And then it's like Netflix is like, do you want to keep watching? And I'm slamming that button you're like, like, hell yes! yeah, play the next episode.
2: <laughs> 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 the cross stitching you're doing is uh, it looks really good.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm. Yeah. I am uh, slowly improving my skills. You can see pictures of that on the Discord, in our yeah. art therapy channel.
0: Man, it sounds like people should go to that Discord. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you know all sixty channels by heart? Because you've mentioned a couple by uh, now.
1: I probably <laughs> don't know all of them by heart, but I could probably name majority of them.
0: <laughs> Brandon, you want to take a stab at uh, what? What your geek therapy has been recently? Yeah, for sure. So I talked to some of my friends
3: on the stream team about how I've kind of changed my approach to video games lately and tried to do this, like playing through video games a little bit more mindfully, which is a way that I've been trying to correct for how I engaged with video games for kind of a long time after I got really big into Steam, which was buying as many video games as I possibly could as fast as I could through holiday sales and Humble Bundle and then just never really enjoying them so lately i've been really being very intentional and methodical and trying to really play through and enjoy games and i got a switch for christmas and so for me yeah. yeah what i've been playing recently i've been really enjoying a lot of pokemon but um Breath of the Wild Ooh. has been really special um, to play through in that mm-hmm. kind of mindful way because it's yeah. such an immersive kind of world. The music is so good. Everything is so beautiful. And even though there's like enemies and conflict happening, I'm really finding that I'm having a really nice time kind of disconnecting from some of the stress and anxiety and stuff that's going on in my life and really try getting to like check into this world that is – um just really comforting and kind of mysterious and beautiful and peaceful and just everything that I I want to cultivate in my life right now. So, Breath of the Wild for sure has been my uh, my geek therapy um, recently.
1: Hell yeah!
0: Well done, Brandon. Well done. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh sweet, this is a perfect opportunity to plug something.
0: <laughs> hmm. I didn't assign that to anybody. That's true. But I- I'm going to do like three plugs in mine. <clears throat> Ready? Okay. So my geek therapy. <laughs> is that I've started playing uh, Monster Hunter World again. And last year, I, I loved that game so, so much that I did a, a Headshots episode. Headshots is our podcast uh, on video games, on psychology and video games. It's a lot of fun. You can find it at headshotspodcast.com. Uh, season 2 is starting up again very soon. And there's one episode of that that uh, is called Mastery Hunter. And it's all about how I loved the experience of learning the game. And it was like deeper and deeper learning. Like I'm, I've played that game for over 100 hours. And I think I've got maybe 40, 50 hours of watching and reading about the game just to learn how to be better at it. And there's still so much that I that I, that I I need to explore. So I stopped playing for a while and I started playing again. And actually this morning I, I streamed it with Zach on the Twitch channel, which you can find at twitch.tv slash geektherapy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I love that game so much, and I love that episode that we did on, on Headshots so much that I actually made a shirt that, um, that says Mastery Hunter on it with like um, the Monster Hunter logo, but it says Mastery Hunter, um, which you can find at the Geek Therapy merch store at geektherapy.com store. <laughs> there they go three plugs um but i really do love that game so so much and it kind of it reminds me how much i love um learning and then applying the things that i that i've learned and it's a game that i don't know it had been years since i dove that deep into a game and and continued to feel like i was getting better at it and learning and learning and learning more and uh, i love it love it
1: but yeah no i want i wanted you to say that there's also a a breath of the wild headshots episode
0: oh wh- wh- where could people find that
1: at headshotspodcast.com <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: and go back and try and find it. <laughs> it's, it's not too far back. It's
1: not too far, not too far back. back. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Actually, it might be. That's, That's a good bad. one. Is- That's a good one, though.
2: That
1: was a good one.
0: Yeah. Just, this, is, this has been good. I think this is going to work out, Brandon. You can stay. Oh, thank Yay! goodness. I was really nervous. I never know. <laughs> You were basically on probation for the hour, but um, you Thank me. you for not yeah. telling me. You don't me have ahead to
2: slam the gate in your face. Oh, oh
0: yeah. <laughs> so nervous. We're curating you in.
1: <laughs> it's kind
3: of fun. I like that we came up with curator because, well, not we. Uh, credit where credits due. It was me. Yeah, so is you. <laughs> no. before, before curator came, I was trying to think of something. I was like, okay, gatekeeper. What can we think of instead? And all that I came up with was door observer. It's not good, though, is the thing. Um, So I don't think we should use it.
0: I agree, Brandon. That's not very good at all.
3: It's just good insight on my part. Um, You can still say That's why I didn't suggest it. Oh, thank goodness.
0: (laughs) 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 All right, guys. I think this is going to work out. I hope this worked as a kind of, you know, that very, very meta episode. We talked about the community, um, to the community, about the community, the future of the community, and we talked about the show. and how it, how it is and how it will be. Um, I, I hope that worked. I hope it made sense. And thank you. Thank you for, for, for joining us. You can you can find out more about Geek Therapy at geektherapy.com and all the other places that we plugged. Uh, you're welcome to, to, to join the community in the many different places that we mentioned. Um, Twitter, I think, is definitely the place where we're all most comfortable. So feel free to reach out. It's Aki Therapy on Twitter. I'm at Josue Cardona. Lara is at geek Therapist. Lauren is at Chicken Dinosaur. And Brandon is at Brandon underscore Saxton. That's right, right? That's right. You get to stay on the podcast too. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> Yay. Thank
0: you, Brandon. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Remember to geek out and do good. And we'll be back next week.